podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. It's the moment of the evening every K-State fan enjoys. Settle down and pour a whiskey, crack open a LaCroix. Please put your hands together and make a little noise for your favorite wildcatters, the handsome Bosco boys. And the Bosco's boys are back. We are recording live from the top of the World War One Museum in Kansas City, overlooking Kansas City from our new high-tech studio. Um, it, you know, it wouldn't be possible if not for our two sponsors, Tick Splits and My Bookie. Uh, we want to thank them, guys. Check out Tick Splits, uh, the official ticket provider of the Armchair Media Network, um, and of course, My Bookie. That's been rolling with us for quite some time now. Boys twenty five, get your get your free promo code, whatever. I don't even remember what it yeah, is anymore. Yeah, so it's boys twenty five, fifty percent deposit, fifty percent deposit uh, bonus. bonus. Right. Uh, great customer service on Twitter. Uh, you know, <laughs> when you're listening to this, college basketball is over, but everyone loves the NBA playoffs. You got some soccer going on. You got uh, you know NBA. You have so much stuff. They they already starting to put out like way too early lines for college football and NFL, all that type of stuff. They have draft props. They have literally everything. And then promo code armchair over at TickSplits for your 5% off. What you see is what you pay. Guaranteed seats, guaranteed emotions. Keep using those promo codes. Uh, you know, that's that's what helps keep us going. So thank you to all, all the boneheads who have done that. Yes, and we are actually in Topeka at Happy Bassett, one of our favorite breweries, uh, one of the best breweries in Kansas, I think. And I think, uh, we're back. I, I think it legitimately is the best brewery in Kansas. I could see that. Yeah, I mean, because a lot of our favorite breweries are on the Missouri side. Yeah. So, so wh- what are you sipping on your uh, beer of the pod? Uh, I can't remember. It's, my, it's the it's Waffelbach, a, I believe, right? Yeah, it's a German, like, Maybach. It's good. Yeah, I, uh, I'm lucky enough because I saw this. Uh, on social media during the holiday season, but I, I was I never had it when I was back in town. It's the Jingle Bell Juice. They still have a little bit of it, so it's you know a yummy Christmas winter beer as we're recording here in early April. So do they still have the Lavanesian, which has like lavender in it? It doesn't look like it. Oh, that's a shame. That one was pretty good. I liked that. And they also have this uh, barista blonde that's on tap. It's like the first coffee blonde I've ever had. I remember when they did it as a special edition, like, tiny batch, and, like, this place was packed to get it. It is also delicious. So anyone who is in Topeka or passing through Topeka, uh, you know, this is the spot that we would recommend you trying out. Absolutely. Um, There's – it's easily the best brewery in Topeka, and it's a unique – place to Topeka so yeah it's good there's not a lot there's not a lot around here to check out but you know if you do come through you should definitely come here because it's great definitely and uh before we jump into this episode uh I want to give another thank you to Jimmy who was on our most recent episode before this one helping us break down the end of K-State's basketball season if you haven't listened to that one yet please go back and do so um I tell you what you know, I think the three of us are far more optimistic about the future and uh, about K-State basketball. And I, I've listened to it actually twice, and I, I enjoyed it. I, Jimmy is uh, – he's a genius, so I'm happy he hopped on with us last week. Yeah, thank God that we were able to snag Jimmy as our first ever guest. And 
He keeps coming back for some reason. I don't know why, but well, we really but, I mean, appreciate it. He's turned into a superstar. You hear him on he is K-Man. A, he is a podcast superstar. Show. I think all of us who are in the K-State audio uh, game are just happy that Jimmy hasn't decided to go rogue and do his own podcast. Yeah, because he's up there with some of the best like basketball analytics that and if I've you re- seen. If you recall, we've had him on for football as well, and he knows his pigskin as well. So uh, we'll have to get, keep getting him on. I could not agree more. It's been a year. Yes, this is the official year show. We 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 did kind of tweet out and do some year stuff um, during the new year, but this is technically our our year show. Um, yeah, we, I mean, it's exciting. We, we've been going for over a year. Um, we, like you said, we talked a little bit in the new year, and then we talked a little bit when the actual year anniversary came. But because uh, because of when we started, I think anytime we do a anniversary show, it'll just have to occur after basketball season. Um, hopefully, we're never in a situation where the basketball season ends before our anniversary, because that'd mean we didn't make the tournament. But uh, we're, we're just gonna have to keep riding. So we. Originally, I was going to write up a uh, outline, and we were going to talk about our year uh, together. But instead, the Boneheads delivered uh, using the hashtag AskBosco for, you know, anniversary questions. So, uh, you know, we're just going to roll through this. And if there's anything I feel that the Boneheads missed, which I don't think they did, uh, we'll wrap up with some stuff. But uh, hopefully we can uh, give some insightful answers and reflections after this amazing year. Before we get started, I know we kind of talked about it, but what do you think about this? Did you did you have ever any doubt that we'd make it a year? Did you, no. Are you surprised? Are you happy? <laughs> are you surprised of – let me rephrase it then because you don't have any doubt. Are you surprised of how big and how widespread this got? Yes, I am. Honestly, I'm pretty surprised, um, especially since uh, – so we started on Bumpers, the app, which was, I mean, obviously very flawed, but it worked well for us. And uh, we had to make a decision to find a new host and switch. And that, you know, we, we, we stalled on that for a little bit, and we ended up taking, like, almost an entire month off early on. And uh, we finally get back on Pippo, which is our host now. And we get some equipment, we start recording again, and then I was looking at, like, the analytics of our listeners, and, like, we pretty much lost, like, I would say 95% of our listeners when we took that month-long break. And uh, we, <laughs> I remember, like, just, I didn't tell you for, like, the longest time. And you finally logged on and looked, and you're like, Jesus Christ, look at our, like, what happened to all of our listeners? Since then, we've obviously bounced back, and we're, we're back up to probably, like, 90 million 90 million listeners per episode, but yeah, we survived just a little bit of a scare there because the first one we came back, I swear we did like uh, just our return show after we took a month off, and it, there was like 49 listens. It was terrible. Yeah, I, I, I don't know what happened. I don't know if uh, we just stepped up our social media marketing game or if people really just kind of gave up on us when we took that month off. Um, but, you know, it is what it is. We're back. We're bigger and better than ever. Um, you know, and we, we wouldn't do it without the boneheads. And, you know, I think the thing that still kind of throws me is I'll just be in, in Manhattan. It's happened in Kansas City. It's happened in Topeka. It's happened in Manhattan where I'll just be talking and someone walks up and says they recognize my voice. Yeah, it's happened uh, to me probably three times, which is it, it, very yeah, funny just, to yeah, me. Yeah, just <laughs> is insane, but. 
Um, you know, it's it's been a great ride, and I don't think I don't think we have any intentions on stopping. So no, um, we're gonna we'll keep, keep it rolling. Going. And I can't I can't wait for uh, the you know the first annual, the second total anniversary show. But this is the inaugural anniversary so, show, so we're gonna get it kicked off. Um, the first question we're gonna start off, and this actually had twelve people like the tweet. Um, so it's it's crazy. So it's from our buddy, the K State fan, aka Bill Walker's arch enemy, uh, Clint. What's up, my man? Um, so he goes, "Is there anything K State or K State sports related that Scott and Grant disagree on and get heated about? I want to hear some arguing." I've thought about this. I don't. I don't know if they're like K State related. So let's brainstorm a little bit. I was Is thinking there? hard about this earlier, and I I can't really. I can't really think of anything. I think we – I think I might be a little harsher on Bill Snyder than you are. But mm, I, I don't know. I think I've kind of come come close to you there. But I think I, we've kind of come a little bit together on that one. But but I, I think you've eased on it. I'm still – I'm still jagged about him. I Like, when I hear the name Bill Snyder, I still kind of get angry. I, I kind of do too. Okay, I, I'm kind of like, mind. all right, let's Because I thought wait. you hit a point where you kind of were – I wouldn't say warmed on them, but I, I thought that you were in the point where you're able to be happy when you hear the name, but I guess not. Uh, sometimes. When I watched the uh, first part of that documentary, it made me fall in love with him a little bit again and really appreciate what he did for us. But he does, like, I still think about kind of what, just kind of where he's put our program in the last couple of years, and it does kind of irk me still, so... I'm a little cold on Bill myself. Um, I don't know, though. I mean, I think didn't we have an argument who we thought was a better quarterback, Colin Klein or L. Roberson? Yeah, the draft a little bit. Pod? Yeah, that yeah, was yeah. off pod. That I was think. off pod. Um, we did have a little DM conversation about Jacob Pullen versus Barry Brown. Oh yeah, which was fun. And I was kind of mostly playing like devil's advocate, but when you did a good job of playing devil's there's advocate, nothing right? like big where we like hardcore disagree on i don't well, think and you know what the craziest part about this because my first instinct when i saw this was there's nothing k-state related but if you get rid of k-state i don't think we agree on anything yeah we like beer we like, like beer we like like we agree on k-state stuff and we like beer but after that there's i mean a, there's a couple tv shows we both like yeah there's a couple tv shows we both like and like I like some of the movies <laughs> that you recommend, but um, like politically, no music, not really. Um, uh, music, I don't know. I've thrown I some music your way, and you liked it. Yeah, I, I like it, but again, like I don't, I hardly listen to anything that was like produced. I don't, I don't think you listen t- to music. I don't. So, I actually don't. Yeah. Um, I'm all about that two two x speed on podcasts. Uh, you think a I'm a sociopath because of that? On that. Um, History, like we we both like history, but I think we look at things differently. Probably, um, like I, I remember having some disagreements about World War One inside Casey Beer Company, or was that us teaming up on Anthony? That might have been us teaming up on Anthony. That might have been, but like like geopolitics, uh, <laughs> like international politics, we disagree on some stuff. Uh, I won't like actually say all the stuff because I don't. I'm not trying to turn this into a like a UN podcast, but I actually think we disagree on more than we agree on, but it just happens to be that the one thing that we do the most, this podcast, we do agree on, which I, I would guess is kind of boring sometimes, but yeah. I don't know. 
I feel like I'd get heated enough if we ever argued on the pod. Yeah, I might yeah. just walk away. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably best that we pretty much are aligned on most things K-State sports. So I'm sure there are some things. we If, it, if we ever disagree on something, we'll bring it to the pod and – there was one thing we were arguing about on Twitter, and people kept saying, save that for the pod, but I can't for the life of me. That was kind of recently, too. Yeah, and I can't remember. I actually don't think it was K-State, really. I think. No, I don't. What the hell yeah, was that? I'll have know. to think about it. Well, regardless, I think when it comes to K-State, we're pretty well aligned. But Sorry, Clint. Yeah, sorry, Clint. But outside of that, I mean, maybe we'll spin off a podcast, Bosco's Politics, and I'm sure that'll – That'll get interesting. Um, we'll move on. The next one, SL Keck. Uh, he said his favorite memory was the tailgate where the weirdo drank wine. That was his favorite memory. He was the weirdo drinking wine at the oh, really? tailgate. Yeah, I him. was trying to think who that was. Yeah, no, that was him drinking the wine. Um, shout out to SL Keck. We uh, ran into him at the Big 12 tournament as well. Uh, and then question, as for the questions, do you dorks have anything – uh, or have any plans for something fun for the Boneheads in the offseason, movie, music, wine, restaurant reviews, slash arguments. Um, I think we're going to relatively keep it on topic uh, this offseason. I think there's a couple other questions about offseason plans, so we're not going to, we're not going to, you know, spoil all those. But I don't know if we'll do – there might be a beer pod that – I don't know what he means. Does, does he mean, like, discussing those things or, like – Events that were like, like meetup about stuff. The events, um, I don't know. Um, no, we'll get there. Yeah, we'll we'll get there. But uh, SL CAC, thank you for asking questions. You've always been a good member of our Q and A episodes. The next one, and Chef Andre Napier, he came with quite a few questions. Yes, so, he did. Uh, this one is good. Uh, his first one was, "How much are you willing to spend on Snyder's playbook?" Um, I won two tickets to the uh, Ahern Fund auction, but I actually won't be able to go uh, to it. I have a work event that I wouldn't be able to get out of Kansas City on Friday in time for it. So I told the Ahern Fund that they could sell those tickets um, so, to make a little bit more money. But So I don't know if you heard, there is an offensive and defensive playbook being auctioned off that are autographed by Bill Snyder as well. So let's just play a hypothetical game. If that's interesting were, because I thought there, that was a hypothetical question. No, I didn't that, know that, that is was a actually... real. Yeah, and it, it was like super real because I won those two tickets. But like I said, uh, shout out to Allie at the uh, Ahern Fund. Uh, hopefully they got those two sold and uh, the Ahern Fund was able to recoup, you know, 250 bucks for those two tickets. So – it's realer than you thought, but let's just talk about it in a hypothetical since we weren't there. Real life of your own money, would you bid on that? And if you were, how much would you be willing to spend? And, I, and let, let's just set the record straight. I don't care about the defensive playbook. I don't either. No, so I don't So offensive either. playbook um, of your own money. And I, I, let's make this real. If you – like if someone – your number, if I could make it happen, you would have to do it. Well, let's see here. I mean, probably not that much. Yeah, I mean, my I, it, my mindset would be I'm going to sell this. So, so you'd try to, if I could get away with spending, you know, a couple hundred bucks for it, but I would be like, there's no chance that I would ever ha- spend enough money on that to actually win that. So. I, and even as a football player, I don't think I like. Understand. I wouldn't look at it. Yeah, I mean, I'd flip through it, but I, 
I, I don't think I, I don't think it would be like this like holy grail that like some folks think like yes it's big and there's a lot of sh like shit but I don't think there's like all these like crazy secret plans I don't think the secret Sammy Lemire package is really in there uh, so I probably wouldn't spend like if I knew if, that I could get it I'd spend like if I saw for, out, if I saw it on sale like on the internet for two hundred bucks I'd buy it yeah more than that probably not. But I mean, be, yeah. I mean, it'd be cool, but I. It's not something that I would keep. I would be like, I'm gonna sell this to some donor or something. I'd make Xerox <laughs> copies of it. There you go. So yeah, the uh, next question from Chef Andre Napier: What would be the one thing or couple bits of advice you'd give to someone starting a sports podcast? Uh, delete like half your tweets <laughs> from a couple years ago before you started the podcast. No, I'm just kidding. Or keep those tweets up and just take the take it. Just take it. But um, I don't know. That's well, a good question. Don't don't get heated and tweet the athletic director after don't a do football that. hire. Yeah, don't Only do that. Only one of us did that. Or just don't tweet. Just don't tweet at directly at anyone, unless you know that that you may want to have on the show. Don't do that. Um, I don't know. You just My, you gotta be original. Yeah, I would I would say find a niche like if. If you're saying, hey, I want to be a K-State sports podcast, like kind of what happened for us, we just decided we were going to take this fan route to it. We weren't ever going to try to be overly professional. Anyone who's listened to our interview episodes know that we, we do do the basic kind of like, oh, like here's, here's a real question. Here's a, you know, a journalist, quote unquote journalist question. But then we try to have fun with it. Um, so find your niche because fact of the matter is there's a lot of podcasts out there for most things. Um, so try to find something that isn't being delivered. And then also, uh, I would say this and you might disagree, but I really think having an outline and knowing where you want to go, uh, makes a big difference. I don't think we've ever outside of Q and a episodes where we're just grabbing questions off of Twitter. I don't think we've ever just hit record and gone. I think uh, the only times we did that was in Georgia. Oh, yeah. when we Yeah. But other than that, like, you do have to, like, I think it's okay to be kind of loose about it, but having an outline is have pretty critical. Have an idea of what you want to Especially for, like, a sports podcast, I would think. You have to have, like, we're going to talk about this. I think for anything, like, you can go rogue if, if the conversation leads somewhere. Yeah. Um, you can go there. You don't have to be, like, a slave to your outline, but you have to have an idea of what you're trying to do in a given episode um then other than that i i think you do need to have a co-host i've done a couple of the quick take hot takes alone and uh it, it's tough because you don't have anyone to feed off of you don't have anyone to bounce stuff off of i don't know how people like there's like some big like say like the doug gottlieb sports talk radio show he has like four hours on cbs national he doesn't really even have a co-host or anyone to bounce stuff off of that's a real talent um <clears throat> So having someone who, who is willing to go in on it is big. And then also sticking to a release schedule. I think we, where we start building back our numbers is closer to football season where in, at the very end of the off season, we started releasing an episode every Tuesday. And then in the football season, we did Tuesday, Sunday, slash Monday. Uh, so I think just keeping to a schedule. Yeah, it seems like pretty much any show – when you have like a consistent release that helps a lot and um yeah also it doesn't hurt to like give away free free stuff too that helps yeah i mean yeah people like that people love free stuff um 
Next one from uh, Chef Andre Napier. I'd shell out cold hard cash for some live stream video of you guys tailgating pre-gaming, talking to Wildcat Nation before football games this season. <laughs> um, so that wasn't really a question. Um, live stream type stuff. That's nothing that we've delved into yet. Um, and at least when it comes to like football games, you and I like do football games very different. I yeah. would say of the seven home games last year, I only tailgated for two or three of them. I usually go with my, or at least last year it turned it, and this year will be the same. I go with my dad. I typically show up about an hour and a half, two hours before. I'll maybe have a sandwich with my dad in the parking lot, and then I'll go and get a beer at the tailgate terrace um, and then go in. I know you sometimes go all in on the tailgating. Um, Maybe for an away game, we could do something, a live stream, a Periscope, or do something. Um, yeah, maybe we could look into Periscope and do that every once in a while, yeah. like for being at a game, but I don't know. I, I don't know. I mean, it, it's an interesting idea. I, I mean, who knows what the future will hold for Bosco's Boys. Maybe we'll start our own multimedia company where <laughs> we bring in other podcasts under our uh, umbrella We'll start a blog. We'll poach Kellis Robinette from the Kansas City Star and Wichita Eagle because we're both millionaires and we can pay, you know, to take a beat rider. Um, that's not true at all. That would be cool. Uh, that would be cool if, <laughs> if, if that happened. Um, so who knows what the future will hold because um, there is another question. So the very next one, there, this next one's a two-part question. Uh, I'll ask part two first because it leads into this. Austin Rolfs 12 asks, uh, when will the boys launch their official YouTube channel? So that kind of goes into it when it comes to videos. I don't want to ever necessarily put videos of our podcasts up on there because uh, where, where it currently is, just in you know transparency wise, we are highly incentivized to have people listen to the shows that count towards like our listens on Pippa. So I don't think unless there was a way to link any sort of YouTube content to our Pippa Listens account? There is. Which, okay. Um, they actually do um, release they, – they do release to YouTube. So I actually looked – I always get an email in my Gmail that says your – I don't know, it has been integrated to YouTube. It shows me everything that it's on. But I've tried to find it, and it's like if, if it's over an hour long, then it's like it doesn't upload for some reason. So I don't really care. I never cared about YouTube, so I just never really looked into it. But as far as, like, doing a video stream of the podcast, I'm pretty critical of that. I don't like when podcasts do that unless it's, like, an actual, like, comedy show, like Norm's podcast, Norm McDonald Live. That was basically, like, a, a talk show that was a, technically a podcast. But I don't. we wouldn't have any reason to to really do that i mean and i'm also ugly so i don't necessarily <laughs> i don't want videos of me like i don't want to watch myself i don't want to see myself on video it's hard enough to listen to myself through my uh my garden hose voice <laughs> which is what i've been told um so i just don't i don't know i don't see any point of being like on camera yeah i i think like, unless we had like you know like reggie or something yeah i i, I think like there might be like a Scenario. But that means we have to buy a fucking camera. Yeah, that, <laughs> I'm that, not doing that. That is true. If there was like a situation where if if we truly do go to like the Big Twelve football media days, if we were to be able to do something like that, we might look into doing video uh, and 
maybe do something like that. But I, the problem is neither one of us really know anything about media uh, at I, all or like also, communication like stuff. Our, our mixer, we literally just kind of talk for a couple minutes before we record and we're like, do these levels look okay? Yeah. And then we hit record. So we're not very savvy. If there's any like, you know, K-State student listening to this who's all about like media knows mixers and all this, like they're a stud in – we're not going to pay anything, but like this summer, <laughs> if you want to like, if you want to produce for us, yeah, that'd be great. Wanna, yeah, if you want to be an unpaid producer, and we'd give you shout outs and some koozies. Otherwise, it's probably just going to stay the same. Yeah, I mean, which you know what, I actually think it's okay. I mean, I mean, we have good mics. That's pretty much I all we need. I listened to a national college football show, uh, the Audible. They literally do it on Skype, and their quality is way worse than ours. So yeah. I, I, I'm actually pretty pleased with our quality. Um, but I wouldn't turn away a free producer. Um, but no, video, I, I don't think it's going to happen. The The next question Austin put out there was, where can I buy Bosco's Boys official merch? Cur- well, currently there is a sweatshirt for sale on Teespring if you go through Armchair All-Americans. Um, so I'm not... And that is a great sweatshirt. It's a, like, it is a great It's one of my favorite crew neck sweatshirts. It so, just says... Bosco's boys on it, and it's got the purple and white. It's like the '80s NFL sweaters. Yes, it's it's solid. I really like so it. So I'll put a link to that in the description of this video because it's been a while since I've done that. We um, also got this dude DMing us uh, who hadn't hasn't he he's in this chain. Yeah, <laughs> he's in this reply chain, and I, I we're he's he sent us some prospective T-shirts that I honestly liked all three of them, and uh, we'll work something out with him maybe. Uh, not really sure how that's going to work, but I like what he sent us so far. Yeah, so stay tuned. Um. Uh, yeah, so we're getting a, we're ordering our new beers now. We we both got a little bit distracted there, but uh, yeah, stay but, but, tuned. We're yeah. going to have some merch probably. We, it, it's not something we've really thought about for a little bit, but I appreciate. I think it's like KSU Eller or something who DM'd hey. us and he he's throwing some stuff our way. So we'll talk about it again. Later and try to K- get on it. KSULR54. Shout out. Um, shout out. Uh, so that was the last one. Um, and then there was another. Uh, there was a chain between you and Matt Hall uh, with that has a lot of stuff. And then SL Keck hopped in and said, This is the ex- exact content that us boneheads need this summer. And I think it was talking about you and Matt doing like a spinoff Sunny podcast. I vetoed that. <laughs> oh, I, said, I didn't see. I the said veto. no. I didn't. Oh, there well, it I think is. it There's was. The veto. I mean, I would do a spinoff podcast. I didn't realize it was that. I thought it was like if we did a podcast uh, together with Matt, like that was Bosco's boys, and we talked about Sunny. It's like that's not interesting to me. And you don't really know anything about Sonny. I, it's the greatest show of all time. I mean, it's very, I'm very funny. So I decided I was going to start binging Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I started that about a month ago, and I think it's okay. I enjoy I like it. it. I yeah. like it. I, I enjoy it. It's a good comedy that I can put on and like be reading like Twitter. halfway pay attention yeah. to? It's perfect it, for that. Yeah, and it has a decent enough storyline. Uh, thank you very much. Um, it has a decent enough storyline, and there's good laughing moments, but it's also not like Mad Men where you need to like pay attention to every single. I, you know what? I, I recently started Mad Men, and it's just I don't love it, but I'm well, gonna keep watching. Well, it. time out. So this goes back to like st- stuff we disagree about. And we it, do it disagree goes, on that. It goes back to something that when it comes to 
media of any time, kind. What is the one thing I always say I love about different TV or movies? Character developments. Which and is arc. Yes, which character arcs. Which is Mad Men does better than any show in the world, I think. So I'll be honest. I so- I've only watched. <laughs> oh man, you got to see the greatest story arc of all time, Rickety Cricket on It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. He has the most amazing character arc. It's well, so funny. Well, but that anyways, might be the next show I watch after I get done binging Brooklyn Nine-Nine. In terms of comedy, I don't think there's a better TV show ever made, and I, I believe that wholeheartedly. Hey, but I, 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 I'm 100% on board because one of the characters, he, he's doing his own show, AP Bio, which isn't great, but Dennis. you can see the funny – because you can see the funny moments, but every episode that you can see – because he writes and produces – um, I can't think. Uh, Dennis. So his name Dennis, is Dennis on uh, Glenn on Howerton. Yes. Okay. So you can see it in the writing and producing where he wants to go darker and funnier. Well, but here's the thing about him. NBC. The thing about so, him on on Sunny is like he's just a sociopath, like psycho on that show, and he's so good at it. But but, um, but I can I 100 percent understand why you hold it in such high regard. That'll be the next one I go for. It's very good. Like every, it's so well written and well acted by pretty much every single person on that show. But Mad Men, I'm like five or six episodes into it. I'm not crazy about it, but I like I understand why people like it. But it's just like for me, it just is like it just seems like it's like baby boomer porn. <laughs> pretty much, <laughs> it's just like um, I don't know. But but what I do know about that show is that like the women have good arcs. So it's oh, like I'm gonna stick around. I'm gonna yes. I'm gonna finish it, but it's the, gonna take a long ass time. Of Mad Men, their character from season one to the finale, amazing. I'll watch it. Because I'll watch it. Honestly, that that's actually correct because the men don't change at all. Yeah, they're all pieces of shit, and they, yeah. like they just annoy the hell out of me. Well, and and that's another thing you and I have talked about how I like how if any character in a TV show or movie can invoke an emotion from me, whether it be anger, annoyance, any of the, I like that. So. Uh, that went a little wild. It just went on a little tangent question, there, but, but uh, I can see I can see how there would be a market for talking about just television shows that you uh, like. Oh yeah, <laughs> I actually listen to this podcast that all they talk about are the three Mighty Duck movies, and I they're like two hundred episodes deep. It's amazing. Um, it's called Quack Attack Podcast. Shout out. Um, yeah, it's it's a good <laughs> podcast. I, I listen. I, I found Do it you, halfway through, and I listened to episode one. I caught up. It was. Do you follow? Uh, I think his name's. God damn it! What is his name? He's got a. He just like started a podcast recently. It's called Villains. Uh, he's like an NBA dude, or th- I think Shay Serrano is that his name? Yeah, that's like an NBA insider. Yeah. Okay. So he. No, that's not him. Yeah, that is him. So he has a podcast called Villains, and they just talk about like the best villains of certain shit. I don't know. They started out with Hannibal Lecter. They've gone. They did like Killmonger. It's good. It's interesting. It's fun. Well, I'll look into that. Let's Um, move on. (laughs) The next one from C. Schmidling. Schmidling? Schmidline? Schmidlining. There's a G in there. Connor. Connor. Yeah. Connor, first off, is a stud. I think he lives in Topeka. We probably should have met. Let me see his at. Let me see his. his, uh... Oh, yeah. Connor Schmidling. I met him in person at uh, the Tap House. I gave him his shirts, and he's cool. He's tall as shit. He's awesome, and then based on his uh, profile picture, he's an attractive dude. He's a good-looking man, and Shout he's, he's a very good bon- bonehead. He's one of the best boneheads. So he mentioned SL Keck, and he said Royal slash SKC game question mark ask Bosco. 
Here, here's my thing. If if we organize something like that, I'd be all for it. But based on poll the people need participation to come. <laughs> versus who actually comes and hangs out uh, is a little different because, like, for that uh, for that event at Johnny's before the game in Kansas City, we ended up having like you know twenty people stop by, which is cool. But there were like a hundred people who said they would come by. Same yeah, with yeah. the football tailgate. The tailgate. So it's like we have like five people that it's like okay, they're guaranteed going to be there. Well. The, and then past that, it's like, I don't know if anyone's going to show up. So yeah, that's so the problem. We would love to do more events, but not enough people come because, you know, it just it, that's human nature. Yeah, and, and that's fine. I mean, the, the tailgate ended up being fine. I think, you know, when it was all said and done. That also happened to be probably the hottest day yeah, in, that's true. on Earth. It was like, ended up being like 30 people probably stopped by when it was all And we got our, like, number one UTSA fan showed by. Yeah, and he, like, follows us yeah, and, and da- David. Yeah, or, David. He, David's a stud. Shout out to David. I think if we do do a, another tailgate, it needs to be we during will conference be, play. It should be during conference play, one. And I think we'll be, f- I think we'll, we'll be a lot more prepared. I will bring, like, I'll bring, like, a tent. I'll bring a grill. We'll do some cheap dogs, cheap burgers, and it'll be much better. We, I'll bring some chairs. I had. I mean, we. Chairs. I had like one chair. I mean, it. It was kind of a, a makeshift podcast. It worked. It was fun. I got to give people some great tickets, and it was a good time. But I think it would probably be probably be better to do it during conference play. Yeah, just because it cools down. It um, was hot as fuck that day. It was bad. I got so dehydrated. That I got day. burnt to hell too. I mean, there was one of our like fall, one of our the guys that showed up like they like I have to leave because my wife is like about to pass out. Yeah, it w- yeah, <laughs> it was bad. So, um, but when it comes to events, maybe we'll try to do something. I think the easier one would be a Royals tailgate um, than sporting. Um, but I mean, who knows? Uh, well, maybe we'll pull up, put out a poll. Uh, later on um, but if you guys want to do something like that um, you know hit us up tweet at us let us know um, the next one Connor's still going in this is good so he has a couple of the questions you're a gear in what's been your favorite pod so far so and I'm gonna break this up so to you Grant and then I'll answer as well what's your favorite pod so far and I want to and I want to break it up into categories what's your favorite like quote-unquote famous guest pod so you know bruce weber reggie walker uh ian campbell gene taylor um the travis Tannehill pods maybe he's famous i'm not going to include brogan in those so <laughs> your favorite one of those shots your, fired yeah to brogan. your favorite uh guest podcast of quote-unquote not famous people and do you have a favorite pod where it was just you and i so famous okay that's tough. I'll do. I'll try to start with the one where you and I, you and I, uh, I haven't thought about that at I all. I know one hundred percent that there's three you and I podcasts that stick out. The first one I'll say, was the, I know mine. I just okay. Came you go ahead. Uh, the one where we went to ITAP and we did a Q and A and we <laughs> got we like th- drunk as shit. And we thought it was a done deal with Seth Luttrell. That yes. was on my list. <laughs> yeah, that's probably my favorite one. Holy shit! I didn't even, see. I wasn't even thinking about the Seth Luttrell part, but we were like. Damn, you're right. We went all in on Latrell that that that, yeah, that one. That entire podcast. That was a really fun one though. Yeah. And we and we were literally like saying it is Seth Latrell. Obviously that that didn't work out. So that was one of them. The other one that sticks out is that very first one where I had to sit outside on your screen and porch 
on the app because we couldn't be close to each other. And it was like pretty cold, uh, but that's what it was. And then the other one that really sticks out to me was the very first like podcast, like preview show that we did for like the South Dakota, like kind of like set the tone of what our pregame podcasts were going to look like for, uh, uh, for football. Also, another really fun one was after the KU basketball game where we won this year. That was another fun one. So that's the one where it's just you and I. What about uh, not famous guests? Um, easily. And honest to, honest to God, um, just guests in general, my favorite podcast was with Jason from Nike um, just because the entire experience was – very cool. Both you and I really, really like stuff like that, like uniforms, and it was. I mean, the the episode itself, which is funny, and it's 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 just kind of odd because I've known Jason for probably I don't know five or six years, probably longer, and um, he that episode really surprised me because it was just it was very interesting. The episode itself to just hear about like the process of how that shit goes down, but all the extracurricular stuff that I. And can't talk about uh, that we got to see you know some of Jason's work and that's as far as I'm going to go into it was like so much fun to me I left there feeling like a, like a little kid like that was so fun I could have sat there all day talking about that stuff and looking at what he he does and folks were in good hands I'll just say that yeah. he's really good I while I liked the actual podcast part of that and it was one of our most listened to podcasts um what happened afterwards is what set that over the top. I do have to give a shout out to the original dad pod where we were sitting right where we were. That was a lot of fun. Dad pod was a classic. And I mean, yeah, that, that was great. We can kind of just rope that in with someone who did ask about, oh, we yeah. can just touch on that real quick. Yes. We're going to do another dad pod. It's just going to be around father's day. Cause, I, that, cause we kind of figured that would make sense. And I'm actually pushing for a mom. Pod. Yeah. We're going to do a mom pod too. I, and, and we don't know what that's going to be, but it's yeah, going to be fun. And I don't know what the formats are going to be because I'm like Grant and I said, we're hoping to keep doing this for years to come. So I'm going to try, we're, we're going to brainstorm and figure out what we want to do with dad pod. But I think mom pod, it'll be interesting. I don't think either one of them are as well versed in K-State sports, but I'm sure they could give funny stories about us being loudmouth kids. Oh, for sure. They can tell tons of stories. So, uh, I, yeah, and w I'll give that uh, – whoever asked that question a shout-out when we get there. All right, um, what's your favorite famous one? Because for me, it's still Gene Taylor. While I had a lot of fun with Bruce Weber, everything that went into that Gene Taylor podcast where we were nervous. This was like our I was nervous as shit. real official one. We just walked into Veneer. We weren't <laughs> checked by any, like, security. We just kind of asked a girl, hey, where's Gene Taylor? And then we took the <laughs> – did we take the stairs up? We walked up. No. Yeah. No, yeah, we took the elevator down. We took the stairs oh, yeah, up. yeah, that's right. Uh, and then we kind of ran into a couple people, and uh, we, were, we were setting up while him and Kenny were talking, and we had some issues with one of the mics, and, and then the whole uh, yeah, we Gene Taylor uh, – <laughs> can, can we – can we elaborate on the the money quote from that? Are you comfortable? Yeah, I okay. was I was gonna tell that, but yeah. I was also gonna be like, should I tell that? Yeah, I, I think. We, okay, I think so the can. best so, the best part about the Gene well, Taylor interview. Well, and l let's set it back up because we asked him, "What's like the worst thing someone's ever <laughs> tweeted at you?" I mean, he he talked about how uh, he he kept saying "empty ball sack," um, but it really turned out to be the well. And I'll let you just take it from here. <laughs> 
What All did right, the actual so, tweet say? I don't remember, but oh, I do. what you, I do you know is you, um, the, the tweet was at Gene ADGT, KSA ADGT, you have an empty scroll. Well, here's the thing. So we're sitting in Gene's office and we're talking. <laughs> I don't know if people remember this episode. Um, I'm sure they do, but Gene, we asked Gene basically, you know, what's the worst thing that, or like, we, we got on the issue of Twitter, like, what is the worst thing that people tweet at you? Because people get crazy and they like to at you sometimes. And when, when things don't go fans' way, they kind of freak out and they, they get pissed off. They tweet you stuff. So we asked, what's the worst thing that um, someone has tweeted you? And uh, he's like, this one guy, yeah, this, see, I'm torn on this story because it's like, part hey, of me is like, if you want to bail, G- we can no, bail. No, we're right going to say it because it's. It's great, honestly. It's very funny. Because I think, I think the, way you, the way you're torn about it, I think it actually, I 100% believe it's the more badass yeah, way it's, that it would Yeah, I been. do too, but there's like a very, very, like 1% of me that's like, oh, God, what if it's not that? But, oh, I think so it here, is. here it is. So we're sitting in there, we're talking to Gene, we're having a conversation, and he he's like looks at me, and he's staring at me the entire time, and he's like, there's this one guy who, who tweeted me something about how I have like an empty ball sack or something. <laughs> And I was like laughing, and genuinely in the moment, I did. I was like, I didn't know. I was like, that's funny. That's really funny. That's gonna be funny when you know to talk about later. And, and then Scott, Scott texted me like later. two days later, and he's like, "Did you know that that was you that said that?" And I was like, <laughs> "Yep." I was hoping that you never fucking found that out. And so basically, Gene Taylor was sitting there like, like the Godfather. And had enough sack to <laughs> stare me in the face on our own show and be like, "Yeah, I know that you tweeted me that I have an empty scrotum." Um, Jesus, I can't remember exactly why. When I looked back at the tweet, it was like I was replying to somebody that tweeted at Gene Taylor. They're like, "Why is Gene? Like, why are you doing whatever you're doing?" And I was like, "That's because he has an empty scrotum or something." Yeah, that's when I was a little bit of a loose cannon, but I feel like I've reeled it in a little bit. But yeah, Gene is the man. I mean, that's that, when I was I was like, okay, I've never been more sold on anyone in my life. Yeah, cuz I mean, he straight up said it and I have looking back on that, I 100% believe he knew what he was doing. No, th- uh, th- no, that's see that's what I'm torn on. I was like, is was that a strategic move that he was like just doing that right to my face and saying like giving me a big middle finger like yeah, 100%. That's what he was doing. But part of me also feels like 1% of that is like he doesn't remember that was me. He just thought that was funny. And well, that just, hey, maybe. Uh, so I'm s- formally, Gene, we, we, I am sorry, and I know you are. You have some of the biggest balls of any AD because you pretty much do what you think is right, and that's great. I mean, hiring Kleiman, that is about as ballsy as it gets because probably 90% of the fan base were against you, including probably us, and you were like, I'm going to do it because that's the right move, and here we are. You're and, the man. And he's awesome because – at that KC event we talked about, he saw us and came over and chatted yeah. with us. No, Gene is so great. Gene he's is, a good. He's a Gene's, real good dude, Gene's and legit. I think he I knows him. what he's doing. I do too. Um, all right. Um, I don't even. Uh, all right. What's something you wish you knew when you started the podcast? Super That's also vague. From Connor. Something you wish you knew when you started the podcast? Um, I don't know. I know for me, I think I wish I would have known that eventually we would get to the point where people like would legitimately hate it. Like 
and come after us because I still, even to this day, I haven't learned my lesson. Like, event, there's only there's a handful of folks I've muted that I don't even see when they once a month decide they're gonna get drunk and try to attack <laughs> us. Um, but I, I think I probably just realized that it was going to get to the point where some of the people hate and just let it go because I've found out that a couple times when I run my mouth, it only makes it worse. Oh um, yeah, so that's I definitely learned a long time a long time ago to just like mute people because that's the. Uh, I never block people, ever. Oh, neither because do I. Because I feel like you're admitting that you're kind of a bitch if the you only, block people. The only account I blocked is Budweiser USA because they were, like, <laughs> doing a ton of advertising. Like spamming tweets. you constantly. Yeah. So. Muting people is great because, I mean, you're essentially blocking them, but they can tweet you all you want, and they're just talking into a void, and it's great. They're powerless. So mute, don't block. That's what I'll say. But something that I wish I knew, I don't know. I mean, that's... Don't take that's a, a month off. Don't take a month off. Um, I wish... Something I wish I knew when we started, um, I wish I knew really anything about, like, media. Because that would have helped us out quite a bit. Um, but nothing really. I mean, it's just kind of, it's been a fun ride. And I don't know. I'll tell you this. I wish I knew the game results so that I could bet a shit ton of money on them. And then I, I'd be rich as hell. Which has nothing to do with the podcast. Sure, um, but, you know. The, the final one from Connor. What's next for Bosco's boys? Uh, well, we're going to upload this podcast and then next week we're going to get together and we're going to record another record one. again um i don't know what is next week's episode going to look like i'm not sure yet okay to be honest with you there's a couple options and i need to we'll, we'll give a out. we'll give a loose breakdown of what the offseason is going to look like uh Later. but somebody asks about there's that a couple so. questions um another one coming from sam x anderson what are the goals for the podcast and goals for the boneheads? My goal for the boneheads is just keep listening, keep participating. Uh, if you have a friend who likes K State, keep passing it on. Let's see it. Let's see how big we can get this. I think organically, without like breakthroughs, just through you and I on Twitter and social media, I don't know if our reach can get us anymore. So, what's really next if we want to keep growing this bonehead community is the boneheads passing it on so that's my goal for the boneheads just pass it on to anyone you think might like our show yeah that's a really good point um if you listen to the show consistently and you like it a lot then you have a lot more power than we do to make it bigger um because you know we have what like 1500 like 1500 followers on twitter um and what we something odd that we learned was that like there's a lot of our listeners that don't even have twitter so that's weird to me, but yeah, you just got to tell people about My goal for them is tell people about it, make it bigger. Um, I want to go for us, just get bigger, get some cooler guests that we really like. I have some people, I have some people, um, just some names that it's like, I want so badly to get this person. I want to talk to this person. So stuff like that. Um, and some of them might, might be possible just this summer. So we'll see. Great guests are always a goal. Ready for, like, this crazy goal. I don't know if I've verbalized this to you or I don't know if I've verbalized it to anyone, but I have a kind of crazy goal. I don't know if it will ever happen, but um, I'm, I'm going to put it out there in the, uh, you know, the pod verse. I don't know if that's the right word for this. I want to see us get to the point where we are approached either by, like, a radio station or KSAHD.TV or someone to do a like super casual fan <laughs> version of a pregame show as a lead-in 
uh, to whatever their game day programming is. I want I want us to get to the point where we're big enough and we're good enough that Brian Smoller comes to us and says, "Hey, you guys are getting you know a million downloads an episode. Why don't you That's be more the than lead- that? Why don't you be the lead in for me, Reggie, Travis, and Ian on the Case HD pregame show? And we're sitting up there." A little tipsy, off in that corner, doing a pre-game, a pre-pre-game show, uh, or for like six tens, like a sister station on six ten, they set us up like just in a corner, uh, giving like just a fans breakdown to something like that. That's like the that'd ulti- be cool. That, I mean, I'm, I'm just throwing it out there. I have no faith that that'll ever happen. And honestly, if that happened, I don't even know if that would be a good thing. Yeah, <laughs> um, but I, I think that would, I mean I don't know just have some sort of get get to the point where we're good enough and have enough of a following that a legitimate media like a something like that happens. So that's like the that would ultimate, be very fun ultimate goal. And I would so. love that. Um, it would be cool to get like maybe if somebody like approaches for like an interview or something. Uh, oh, it that already happened. I think <laughs> that actually was. That was bad. Scott and I had a great falling out. Not really, but it was very Well, it kind of was funny. for like 3 days. <laughs> I got interviewed for a for a article in the Collegian <laughs> and uh, that it's... my cousin kind of arranged <laughs> and I was I was kind of douchey in it. I I I think I I, I brought Grant up a lot it's more literally than literally <laughs> hilarious to read like yeah it, it is it, it did not read well and i'll acknowledge that and that and grant rightfully so kind of called me i remember it was like <laughs> <laughs> but what did we do we made up when At we were hammered wedding. as hell yeah. as men do i was oh man i was i got real drunk at my brother's wedding uh shout out to my cousin katie and her now fiance lucas for giving me a drive a ride home after my brother's wedding um so <laughs> derek fleur Asked, where can I get a Bosco's boy onesie for a newborn girl? Uh, get in our DMs. Yeah. See if we can make something we, happen. We can make something happen. Um, CW242, our number one listener in West Virginia. When are we going to get a pod full of nothing but beer reviews and you guys getting totally packed, you know, for the boneheads? So two things that I've kind of thought about when it comes to this. I think there could be a just a beer episode with our friends from Double Shift. And then another thing I've thought about, I think we've talked about it, but would be like a drunk history K-State version. You mean like a Matt Hall, maybe a John Kurtz or someone else where we get completely drunk and yeah, like we have to get like a game. We have to get like really drunk yes. though. Yeah, and watch <laughs> a game or have a topic and do like a drunk history k-state version so i think something along those lines maybe will happen this summer i, I think that would be good i don't yeah that's actually not a terrible idea um like if we did like a beer centric podcast aaron would be a good guest because obviously he's one of the man one of the owner managers of our favorite brewery in kansas city and he's a k-state guy so that would be good um i don't know i mean we have a lot of good beer people resources that we could just get hammered and talk about beer with but i just feel like that's not super interesting talking about beer for like an hour i think it would be better i mean i don't know i think it would be better to do like yeah like a drunk k-state history thing where we where we watch a game that we all know well and uh just kind of do it like live i don't know that'd be that'd be a good time that'd be a long ass podcast though 
Well, that's why I like doing a live, like if like because the '98 Nebraska game is on YouTube. That's a classic. I, that game is that, so funny. I, I did watch that like within the last year, and it's like a mess. There's yeah, like it, twenty turnovers. It truly is a mess. Um, <laughs> so I, I don't know if it'd be that or if we like just completely got drunk and like pulled out envelopes just of a topic. Like we could completely get drunk and start talking about beer, and then just like record a basically hanging out for an hour. I could see that being a fun thing to do, but it could just be like a no-holds-barred type of episode. Yes, I agree. Um, but that's what I kind of feel like these Q&A, question, these Q&A episodes are like, which I these are like my favorite episodes to do because it's just us drinking and talking about just answering questions, which is really fun. Which is what you do for every episode, actually. Well, yes, <laughs> but we haven't had – you know, we kind of – we really steered away. This is the first time we've done a Beer of the Pod in such a long time. No, you kind of shoehorned one in for the uh, Bill Walker. Well, you know what I mean. You know what I mean. Like no, we've I really that we was like re- our staple. Like beer the pod. We're gonna have that well, beer yeah, that's every not time. Necessarily my fault. No, I know, but it just is what it is. It is what it is. Um, so we're in uh, Epley, uh, Johnny Eppleseed. What are three big goals you want to accomplish for season two of Sco's Boys? Which technically this is season three because we have the first <laughs> season, which was. Bas- the end of basketball season plus off season. Season two started with uh, the K State football season, so now we are in. <laughs> this is the episode one of season three, technically, but year two. So, do you have three big goals? Oh man, three big goals. Let's see. I think a goal that would be very fun. I'm just going to come up with these on the fly. <sighs> I thought it was really fun uh, traveling to. Um, Georgia last year and like doing like some just random podcasts like on the fly like traveling to a game so I think we should do an away pod game um, alright here's a trivia year. question I'm putting you on the spot trivia can you name every Fuck. state we've recorded an episode in plus the order of what states oh the order so like so like from when we started I have to do okay so Missouri hmm oh man is it Georgia? Okay. Yep. Missouri, Georgia, Kansas, Oklahoma? Yep. Nailed it, baby. There's four. All right. That's one of the goals. Let's add another state. Add another state. Add another state. Um, go t- to Big 12 Media Day. That's a hell of a goal. That was and the that's going to be tough. That's going to be tough, but I honestly, I don't think it'll be as tough as I, as I think. I don't know. I think it's tougher than I originally anticipated well we have met some good people that have some connections that might be able we'll to help see. us out we'll so that's see. good so that's two goals and third goal would be to cross a couple names off of my list for interviews um, i don't want to drop names no don't drop names because we like to keep it and keep some anticipation going but um cross 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 at least one of my big time interview goals off the list and then his second question was, what would you say you're most proud of after year one of podcasting by the fans, for the fans? For me, it's the guests we've been able to get on. Um, Gene Taylor and Bruce Weber, massive. Guys like, you know, Reggie Walker and Ian Campbell reaching out to us wanting to come on the show, massive. Um, Certain someone else reaching out to us, too, recently. The goat. Oh yeah, I mean yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean you know we uh, yeah we're not gonna talk about it. yeah but but like having folks like legitimately reach out to us um, some big names um, that's when you know you've kind of made it when people are coming in your DMs 
You know when you've made it when people are when hey, like big, on yeah yeah <laughs> when you when people like viscerally hate you and your show and when when big time names are DMing you and asking to come on the show. Yep. So thank you, uh, Ep, for being another great bonehead who always asks questions. Um, old man Rogers KSU, what has been your favorite intro jingle? And I want you to power rank them. I I know mine. Okay. Power rank. Power rank all your jingles. I don't know if I can quite Shout remember all of them. Austin Shower. Shout out to Austin Shower, one of my very He's best awesome. friends. Um, thank you, Austin. I love him dearly. Um, follow him on he Twitter. Listens, he doesn't, but he do- <laughs> no, he definitely doesn't. He said that in one of our jingles. <laughs> Which one? I don't it was it was the one-off jingle that he did for oh, the Matt. Well, but that's yes. a great. So one. I was gonna actually bring that up because he doesn't say Matt Hall. He just talks about a guest that I feel like we could have been using like he, a yeah, lot more. He literally has a a line in that jingle where he go, he's like. I only do the music. I don't <laughs> listen to the shows. That's a great one. I forgot about that one. So I'm gonna I, know, add I was that actually going to bring ranking. that up. We only used it one time. Which we should have been using it more. That's true. Well, that was the very first time that we did a crossover with KSO. So it, back then it felt like and such that was a huge deal to yeah, me. Yeah, that was also the first time we met Matt. Yeah, that was great. Matt, shout out to Matt Hall. But all right, I'll do my power rankings yep. um, just off the cuff. Number one, just the traditional. I, I like that one the best. I think it's so damn good. Um, the original theme song that Austin wrote, that one's very, very good. The one, the second one that I like a whole lot is the Halloween episode. That one is spooky. really funny. It was very spooky. Uh, that one was great. And then I think three, I'll do the... Honestly, I'm going to do that one off. I think that one was really good. It made me laugh a lot. So, And then the fourth, I'll do the Christmas. And then last, I'll do the Thanksgiving. <laughs> I, so... I, I'm going number one, Christmas, number two, Halloween, number three, original, number four, the one-off guest, number five, Thanksgiving. I'm going to be honest with you. I don't want to use Thanksgiving. It, I, 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 I know you hated Thanksgiving. Well, but, uh, the Thanksgiving I, one, I mean, so here, here's the things about the Thanksgiving one. <laughs> I don't I, like the murdering the turkeys a little dark. And then also he, he quotes it wrong. He said the third Thursday. It's, fourth. it's the fourth Thursday. Yeah. Um, so I think I think we'll have to give I, Austin a I shot. I gave him a little pushback on that one, and he was like, my bad. I'll do better next time. So, so we might have to give him another go out of Thanksgiving. Well, one. he's constantly like, yeah, like it's, he has a good time doing that, and it's good exercises for him to like be creative. So Yeah, so, I mean, shout out again to Austin. We'll We've do, had, I don't know. There literally is not a podcast out there because – there aren't a lot of podcasts that have theme songs. Like, a lot of them is just like, hey, we know a band and we did this. Well, I think the- someday, uh, you know, I like to close out with, like, a random song. And someday, we're probably going to have to stop that. Maybe. Yeah. So, the, the, I'm gonna we're going to have an outro, I bet, someday. The first time we ever get pushback, like, from a yeah, legal well, source, we are going to stop that. Oh, yeah, immediately. Because I'm super scared. Yeah, immediately. But uh, we'll, we'll have an outro someday. And... Um, I don't know. It's it's fun. He enjoys like doing that. And shout out to Austin. Follow him on Twitter, Golden Shower. Um, and shout out to Colton too, who's done all of our oh, yeah, logos. Our logos. So Amazing he's work. great. We're um, very lucky to. They just no that helped people. so much. Yeah, that was great. All right, uh, K State KC loved meeting you guys at the KSU UTSA tailgate and figuring out there's a mutual connection. The cousin I mentioned. Oh, actually, I don't know if I mentioned him. Shout out to Michael Draffin getting married on the Mississippi State game this year. Um, 
And by shout out, I mean I love you and your fiance, but I really wish it was almost any other day. Uh, Michael will be there as well. So he asked a question. So this guy that's asking the question was the guy that like had to leave because his wife was about to pass out. Yeah. So he asked, would there ever be a scenario in which you guys would quit your day jobs to do the side hustle full time? Um, I'm going to say this. Um, it would be cool if we could do that. But fact of the matter is, is there's just not enough K-State fans to ever make this a possible full time job. Um, you know, we, we make a little bit of money now. Um and we're very thankful for the Boneheads making this possible. But fact of the matter is, is if every single K-State fan who was a podcast listener listened to it, I don't think that even that would be enough that we would be able to make it a full-time job. I mean, yeah, the obvious answer is absolutely not. Um, you know, we've flirted. We've, we've been going back and forth on this issue for the probably six months. I threw the idea of like starting a Patreon at Scott probably six months ago or so. And, um, you know, there's no better time to put this out there than now, I guess. Um, if people were willing, if, if every listener was willing to pay us a dollar a month or I don't know, you know, if people that listen to Patreon or if, if there's anyone listening that subscribes to Patreons, um, I do, I subscribe to a few of them and you can have like tiers but it's a complicated issue um, because we are a part of Armchair All-American, so that would kind of throw a wrench into things. But also, it's like we don't know if, if enough people would pay us enough to to do that. Like, we make money through ads, but I would love to start a Patreon, but I just don't know if it would be worthwhile. And we don't know if we would be able to offer any premium content Um we could do something like, hey, pay us a dollar a month because that would help us make the podcast better. Or we could we could try to offer some sort of premium content, but we haven't really gotten there yet. So unless there's a good enough market to where you guys are saying, I would absolutely pay you something a month, we could do a, put a poll out there and see what the numbers we get. But we don't really trust polls because we've been failed by them many times on Twitter. We put a poll out and people don't show up to our tailgates and stuff like that. So we just don't know. Well, at least not 100 people showing up. Sure, sure. But we, we could put out, you know, if Maybe a give us some feedback. If summer. you guys genuinely like the podcast, it would help us do – we could do more things. We could travel more. We could get better equipment. We could do stuff like that, and it would – I mean, we could we wet could, the beak of a producer. Maybe we could wet the beak of a producer. We could give you give a lot more uh, merchandise and probably a lot better merchandise and not have to take losses. But at this point, no, it would be completely. It would be suicide to uh, quit, quit, quit your job now. to do this podcast. That would be insane. But we have just definitely discussed some sort of like, you know, monetization of the podcast. But right now we're not there yet because we just don't know if we would have the consistent support for it. But, hey, let us know. If you're listening and you think that that's something that could happen, then give us a tweet. Maybe we'll put a tweet out there. Who knows? Yeah, I think we'll, we'll get together a survey monkey at some point this summer. Um, the KSA fan jumps back in. Who are the top five players and coaches who you would like to be able to interview on the podcast? Could be former current as long as they have not I love this question I love so this I question hear your no I want to hear you go first because you right, always so, make me go first all right so I'll go first um number one uh or should I go five to one no I'll go one doesn't to matter five. just give me your number five one, baby uh coach Kleiman I think uh it's the first time 
Well, obviously, this, we've only been around for a little over a year. It's, uh, but Bill Snyder, that was never going to happen. He doesn't even let his – he didn't even let his assistant coaches do media availability, so he definitely wasn't going to do a podcast. Number one, uh, with a bullet, Coach Kleiman. Uh, number two, actually, it would be Frank Martin. Um, first off, love Bruce. So, I, and like, we've gotten in arguments with folks. This is not a slide at Bruce Weber, but to be able – to be able to talk to Frank Martin, I think he would be honest in a situation where maybe enough time has passed and John Curry's now on his third job. I would love to be able to talk to him and see if we could get him to open up about what led to him leaving. And also, we've been lucky enough to talk to Bill Walker, who gave us like an insight into Frank. I would love to see that. Number three, um, former players, I think uh, Michael Beasley, I think, would be my number three. Um, he's, you know, Bill Walker was the godfather of the K-State turnaround, and I think uh, Bob Huggins truly is the holy father of the K-State turnaround, even being there just for one year. But I think, you know, if you're going in the Holy Trinity type stuff, I think, you know, Michael Beasley would have to be the Holy Spirit or the son himself. Um, so he's number three. <laughs> I think number four, I think a guy like uh, Michael Bishop or – I'll just say Michael Bishop because he's the embodiment of, like, the two – I think two of the greatest K-State uh, seasons. I would love to – and it would suck to do it, but I'd love to ask him questions to get in his mind about the A&M game and then the Purdue Bowl game. Uh, those aren't fun memories, but I'd love to kind of probe his mind about that. Number five um, – uh, number five. Whew. Uh-oh. I would say number five Uh-oh. will go – I would say Bill Snyder if we could give him truth serum, but I know that's not a thing. Frankly, I would love to just have a private conversation with Bill. Off the record. Which um, I did one time, and it was awesome. Well, I think number five, I'll just, I'll just, say, I'll just say Van Malone of uh, the current staff because I think the dude, he'd be, he'd be awesome to just have on. I think it would be great to – continue to get more visibility this current coaching staff so give my five top to bottom Kleiman, frank martin uh michael beasley michael bishop and then van malone damn dude i uh realized that i read this question wrong earlier and i didn't realize that players were a part of this so i had a bunch of coaches in mind and i'm just going to stick with that because i would like to interview pretty much any player you know because they're always fun. They always have really good insight. But in no real particular order here, I want to interview our last three basketball coaches. I think Frank oh, Martin, Bob Huggins, would be Bob Huggins and Wooly would all be incredible interviews. All of them would be great. I would love to talk to Wooly. You know what my number one question to Woldridge would be was, what was your feelings seeing some of those guys that you record – recruited Cartier Martin, Clint Stewart, David Haas, all these guys go on to be pieces of postseason teams when you could never get it there. Yeah. That would be amazing. Wooly would be a really great interview. Huggins would be an amazing interview. How yeah. great would that be? His bar bill would, we would have exceed so much Reggie to talk Walker's. About. We, <laughs> I don't know about that. Uh, <laughs> we would have so much to talk about, and I would do anything, anything to sit down and talk to Frank. Because he is just such a cool guy. And, yeah, I mean, in no way is this a slide on Bruce. Fuck, I love Bruce. He's the man. And talking, talking to Bruce was one of our best shows of all time, and it's some of my favorite memories. I think it's still the most listened to. 
It is Bruce's Bruce's uh, number one all time, and uh, number two is Billy Walker. But um, I think Frank would be an incredible interview because he's just such like a candid guy, and he he would just be great to talk to. He's a good dude, and um, other coaches. I mean, obviously, I won't. I'm gonna try not. Well, I already did. I was gonna say I'm gonna try not to repeat anything you did, but I repeated Frank. Obviously, Coach Kleiman. That's a big goal that we're we want to get, and Taylor Bratt. One of our boys. We got to get Taylor Brad. Got to get Taylor. We're Brad. gonna get Taylor Brad on as soon as we can. Um, and yeah, I think that's top five. We love you, Taylor. Um, the next one, SL Keck hops back in. He goes. Another one of his favorite memories was when he at, when a Joker, and of course this is him again, asked what boobs look like. I remember this. Grant very stepped clearly. up and answer, or stepped up with a bunch of confidence, then decide not to answer, and you could hear the nervousness in your voice, wondering if you'd <laughs> get questions like this for the entire pods run. That was the one where we said, "Hey, if this keeps going, we're not going to be able to do another one." Simon Stout. Should I get something different? No, well, it's too late. I'll stick with that. All right. Um, Um, Yeah, I remember remember two things (laughs) about that moment. One was I was going to do a bit where I just described a penis instead of a a breast, and I thought that would be funny. Um, And two, we were like, all right, we're not taking questions from Steve anymore. Yeah, that, <laughs> that was literally like we're not taking questions from Steve. And, and that's the moment where our policy of we ask yeah, yeah. any question, <laughs> we're no like we will what. answer anything. Yeah, that's and then no we're like, all right, well, anymore. fuck, come on, Steve. Um, so that that was good. Uh, we're getting to the end now. Uh, Emolorado, what's your favorite shitty beer? He personally prefers Lone Star. Um, Fun fact, Lone Star. So the only time I've ever had Lone Star in my life was when I was down in San Antonio for the K-State UTSA game. And uh, one of my former roommates, one of my best friends, Matt Main, and we were down there with our other friend, Chris Dickey. Um, we were drinking on the Riverwalk, and we actually – because you can have open container on the Riverwalk. We went to a CVS, got Lone Star beer, and we were getting ready to thank walk you. into – Thank you very much. Uh, walking into a uh, – a restaurant and we couldn't have our own beer so we we told matt to finish chugging his lone star then he threw up into the river at the river walk so shout out matt um so i like lone star as well but if we're doing like shitty beer aka the domestic lights my preferred one is coors light um or michelob shout out to lone star shout out to rust classic oh my god First season of True Detective. I'm glad that you, you know, I. That was amazing. I'm I'm often um, giving suggestions to Scott for things to watch, things that I think are really, really good. And then occasionally he'll be like, eh, it wasn't as good, and I get really pissed off. Actually, that really doesn't happen often. The only time that happened was with, um, God, what is that cartel movie? I can't remember, but I just wanted I love more character that movie. development. I love that movie. I didn't know anyone's motivation. Anyways, so I personally think, at least my favorite, like, yeah, we're back talking about TV. <laughs> my favorite season of all time of anything is True Detective Season 1. I think it's really, really good, but uh, Rust in that drinks Lone Star, and it makes me want Lone Star really bad, but I, I had Lone Star after that show, and it was like, it's not that good, but, but Rust made me, like, he really romanticized that beer and made me want it really, really bad. But I think my favorite quote-unquote shitty beer, which, like, if you're going to drink a light beer, you got to go with Bud Select. It's very good. It's got a full taste to it. It's delicious. I don't know. It's light as hell. 
It's yeah. good. Bud Select, that's what I would go with. The follow-up, would you ever make a shitty beer, beer of the pod? Didn't we do that? We did. Uh, I had, like... I think it was a Michelob, I, wasn't it? I think I... I think it was Natty. Yeah, it was Natty. Natty we had Natty Light, natty beer of the pod, because I gave pod. I gave Scott a, a you Natty You drank light. one, too. Yeah, so. yeah. It wasn't just Because I had, like, three Natties in my fridge. I didn't have any beer other than, than that. And, uh, uh, yeah, we did, we've already done it, so... And Natty is as, about as bad as you can get in terms yeah. of be, if I, uh, if light I'm going beer. Below, and I have never let me let me just add to that. I bought a thirty pack of that Natty. Uh, Why? I don't know. I think I was like, uh, man, I don't know. I was off for like a couple of days, and I was just like, I'm just gonna get drunk and play PlayStation. And I I went to CVS. Guess how much that thirty pack cost? Guess how much? Bucks. Twelve dollars. You're absolutely, you nailed it. Twelve fucking dollars I, for I thirty beers. I said this. I literally remembered, remember sitting in Bramlage Coliseum on the day I graduated, like on the floor, and I said to myself, "I will never buy anything cheaper than a domestic big time light ever again in my life." And I haven't done that. And even as a college kid, I I thought I was way more bougie and cool than I was because I'd occasionally like when we're getting ready to party for the weekend, I'd get like two four packs from tall grass instead of a case of a, like a cheap light beer. And I remember thinking I was like a scotch and bourbon guy. Like while, when I was 21 and like real stuff, like I was trying to do Johnny Walker and that was stupid. But, um, <laughs> before you and I turn 21 and we're just going to leave this at surface level, oh, we're not going to, we're not going to elaborate. This is, I think when you and I truly started to become friends, cause we were not friends in high school at all. Literally not I think, at all. I think I, I thought maybe you I'm were, only speaking for myself, but I think we hated each other. In oh, high I fucking hated you. Yeah, and I yeah, and it, it was <laughs> the same. But in college, we started hanging out, and one of the things that brought us together was we would play FIFA and drink uh, some sort of whiskey. It wasn't like Kentucky. I want to say it was, it was Evan a, Williams. Yes, it was Evan Williams. We would drink Evan Williams and <laughs> Dr Pepper and play FIFA before we turned 21. That was fun um, as shit. I mean, that was and great. Anyone who's under the age of 21, do not drink. D- definitely don't drink and drive. That's Ill- All of that stuff is illegal. We do not endorse underage drinking because we don't want to get in trouble with police. Um, yeah, don't I do think that. that's when you and I started coming together when you... Well, I think it started when you bought uh, basketball <laughs> tickets for my ex-girlfriend, Caitlin. That was and, great. And then Shout out to her because the, that yeah, was a great deal. Caitlin. I think she's married and has a kid now. She's living a great life. Um and then you and I kind of started becoming friends, and then we started drinking and playing FIFA together. So I'm going to be honest. The night that you're referring back to, that's like the hardest blackout I've ever had. I didn't blackout, but it was one of the most drunk nights I mean, I I've woke up been. on my floor with my feet in, in my trash can, and I, it was like 5 in the morning. I, yeah. I had no idea how I had gotten there. Yeah, it was... We had a lot of fun. So um, I also won every, pretty much every single FIFA game. So For a while. Just FYI. You know... Well, and I, I had like I never you, played the game. I think you stole before. a couple, you know. I, I threw you a bone every once oh, in a while. Oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> All right. Um, so from Will Dubois, he goes, Polar Opposite, what was your favorite beer of the pod? That's tough. That's really the, tough. The one that sticks out to me, and I don't know if part of the re- problem is is I go to Oh, I know, I know. Well, my, I was going to say the Chicory Saison, but that's only because I know I love that beer, but I also am not confident – in some of the other beers at Double Shift that I've had. Okay, so I can't remember what it's called. I want to say that it was Blueberry Grind, but it was a sour oh, coffee yeah. 
Co- Did you it, have that during one of the pods? I think so. I think so. That's so, my favorite so beer that they've back, ever done. That's back on tap, and they also did, like, raspberries. So well. it's called Blueberry Grind, I think, and it's at Double Shift, and it's like a sour, it's like with, a coffee. sour with coffee, and it, it sounds fucking terrible, but it is one of the best beers I've ever had. It's very good, and that's that's my favorite beer that they've ever done. So I may not have had that as a beer pod, but I feel like I did. Maybe not, but that we'll just shout that one out because we've had a lot of beer of the pods. It's kind of hard to think of one. They did something called Hulk Shorts, which was their um, hazy IPA with I think some lactose and blueberry, which was amazing. But that was never a beer of the pod. But I, I think their chicory saison around Thanksgiving was my favorite. And then the next one was if you could in- interview anyone from the past no longer with us, who would it be? K-State related, you can't say George Washington or something. This is also a really great question. I would say Tex Winter. Okay, that I was mean, that was probably that was if you had said that, I had another option. Um, I would say Brian Hickman. Um, yeah. Brian Hickman passed away in 2012, um, and I would love to pick his brain. I think he was a part of, and I genuinely believe this. I think he was on the best linebacker core in school history. Brian Hickman, um, Terry Pierce, and Josh Buell. And that that was an absolutely elite linebacking core. And, um, you know, Brian Hickman, unfortunately, you know, he I mean, he committed suicide back in 2012, which is really, really sad. And our thoughts go out to Brian. I feel like that got almost no attention, which really sucks a lot. And I don't know any details. I don't want to speculate anything, but – very sad, and uh, he was—I mean, he was one of my favorite linebackers, and I feel like he gets no love. Brian Hickman was a baller, and that linebacker core was disgusting. Hickman, Buell, and Pierce, whoo, 2002—that was a dis- dirty defense for sure. So, Tex Winter, that's a great choice. Obviously, it would be incredible to pick. Jack his brain. Hartman would be another good. Jack one. Hartman would be very, very good. Uh, but yeah, the first two that came to mind were Tex Tex Winter or Brian Hickman. Um, we got. Two more left. Uh, shout out to Brock Unruh. I'm just going to – you had one. It doesn't fit with the theme. We'll do it the next time we circle around with a, a Q&A episode. We might, depending on availability of some folks, probably do a Q&A show once a month up until September. Uh, so we'll, we'll hit that one again. Um, Powercat Ryan asks, more dad pods. We already touched on this. We are hoping to do a dad pod around – um, Father's Day. Father's Day. So, and then again, hopefully. We will do a mom pod, which we I, don't know ex- what it's going to be, but we'll do it. Yeah, I'm excited for that. And then the final one, it comes from Rob in Kentucky. Shout out to Rob, another loyal bonehead. We love you, Rob. You've never um, met Rob. I haven't, but I still love him. I Honestly, I don't want to meet him because he looks like this just like ultra, like in shape, like sexy dad. I'll be honest. And, Rob is attractive as hell. Uh, so, and I and I I just would prefer to not do that. Um, <laughs> okay. So, uh, so I'm just gonna I'm just gonna say that. So he was asking, when are we gonna get uh, Coach Kleiman? I, I will reveal this. I'm working on it. Um, the guy is so bit like th- this guy. He's he's either coaching, recruiting, or doing something to help the program. I'm not gonna yeah, turn yeah. this into a like try to convince the haters to like Coach Kleiman episode. That's 
that's not what I'm going to try to do. But the dude is busy. Um, I will will reveal because we don't want to say all the guests we're working on. But I've been trying to get Coach Kleiman on, um, hoping it's going to happen. Um, but I can't promise anything. Um, shout yeah. out to everyone at K-State. It's, I'm actually surprised how open they are with me when I'm trying to organize some of these. It's not a they-don't-like-us-anymore issue. It's a this is a madman who is on a, on a mission to make K-State great. So, I mean, yeah, Kleiman's in his first year, and he's got a ton of work to do. But basically, you know, we would love to talk. We would love to interview – Pretty much every single coach on the the football staff now, but obviously the head coach probably comes first, and we want to do it as soon as we possibly can. So as soon as we get the the green light, we're going to get him on. Um, that's that's basically that. And somebody asked about what is our off season going to look like. Did we yeah, talk I, about that? Well, yeah. So I I feel like some of these. Mm, I don't know. I feel like some of these didn't happen. So let's hit on a couple of these. Okay. Because I, I searched – well, hold on once. Because I, I searched the hashtag. Maybe they didn't use the hashtag. Do you see the exact – I don't know. I'm just looking through so the I'm gonna replies. I'm going to give credit. I'm going to give credit to folks. But well, we can, we'll we can loosely talk about what, what our offseason is going to look like. Mostly it's going to be probably – yeah, I mean, we love these Q&As a lot. And we right. could do one a month, I mm-hmm. guess. But mostly, I feel like it's going to be interviews, um, yeah, I, and collaborations with guys like Kurtz and you know, or not Kurtz. <laughs> well, I mean, maybe Kurtz. Yeah, I was going to say. Well, I didn't mean to say that, but I meant to say Matt Hall and like KSO guys, and you know, we'll probably get Jimmy back on. And but we need to get Kurtz on. Is we what I need, meant to allude to. Yeah, and you know, I think we'll we'll go you know back what, to. You folk. know, it's very funny. I found out recently. I work with his mom. Oh, wow. Like, one day I, I was, like, working, and I was, like, I, like, saw her last name. And I was, like, but I didn't, I was, like, I didn't ask her. I was, like, I wanted to ask her, uh, you know, is your, do you know a John Kurtz? And uh, a couple of days after that shift, I DM'd John. And I was, like, and I was, like, do you know a, a, a blank? I, I, I was, like, do you know a blank? I just sent, hit like, her first mm-hmm. name, and he was, like, yeah, that's my mom. It's <laughs> like, oh, I've been working with her. I worked with her the other day. She's great. Yeah, so we'll have to get him on. I'd like to get Cole Mann back back on. Oh, Hopefully hell yeah. Reggie, Ian, Reggie, Travis Ian, Sandhill. We'll probably to, Travis. We'll have to go back to Travis. Travis, so, we got some new guests. Some new guests as 100, well. I mean, some of them. Some ooh, of them are big. Some time. of them are as. Some of them. One of them is about as big as you can get. Yeah, I Some of them are great. I don't one know. It's going to be good. might be our biggest episode. Um, to this day, I'm a little surprised that Bruce is still our number one. But I mean, that was a big one. That makes sense, um, though. So th- uh, yeah, I think there'll be a lot of collaboration and uh, you know, collaboration interview episodes. We'll try to do some Q and A's if timing doesn't work out. Um, he- here's a question: We're gonna approach it on the pod. Are we gonna do a, a season preview type thing where we talk to other fans? I no, that I hope was not. rough. Yeah, I like I think prospectively it was like a good idea, but once I got like once we got like halfway through I was like this is really really boring. So I don't think we should do that. Yeah, personally. I, I, I agree. Um so and here's another one I thought I saw. But we've gotten a lot bigger since then, so I feel like, you know, we have more options now. Maybe, but I think we should just use those to do primers. I want to Yeah, do primers are good. Again. Um so here's my here's another one I thought I saw, but now I can't locate it. Um, 
what was like what's like the toughest part of this? Oh, first Matt, year? Matt Hall. It was Matt. Did Matt he not said. Use the f- Matt, of course he didn't. He's a dickhead. But freaking Matt. Matt said, hashtag. "What is the? What do you think was? What is harder, or what's the hardest thing that uh, you experienced in this first year? And what was? E- okay, no, I just totally butchered that. What was harder than you thought it was going to be in this first year? And what was easier than you thought it was going to be in this first year? So the hardest thing, and I kind of referenced this a little bit earlier." And I'm mad at Matt for not using the hashtag, but whatever. A lot of people um, don't use the hashtag. <laughs> I know. Honestly, and that's the best way for us to keep track. That's why we, um, s- yeah, we just see him easier that way. So the hardest thing literally was like some of the hate and anger. I, I mean, I guess I'm so little puzzled by some of it because I've always been a quote unquote. People are going to roll their eyes and be like, F you, Scott, for saying this. Oh, and there's another one I skipped over. I'm going to go. Yeah, dude, through. I just got like three or four more. Okay. Well, so, and we're just going to, sorry, this is longer than I thought it was going to be. But, like, I've always been public on message boards and on Twitter under this persona of Scott Wildcat. Well, well all the anonymity around that is gone. I've always used a picture of myself on Twitter. So, it's not like I've ever been truly anonymous. But, uh, do, like, basically being my my persona and my the real Scott Wildcat in real life, like all the lines are blurred now. So that's been a little tough. Then also, like again, some of the I know some people try to be angry, but like I'll post something on KSO, and a random person will get mad at what I said and be like, "Well, it looks like I don't have to listen to your podcast anymore." Someone <laughs> getting kind of like chesty about like trying to make fun of the podcast. Like that's been a little tough because I've always thought I had thick skin. But, like, some of that has been kind of alarming. And then also, like, the, like, literal, I wouldn't say dedicated trolls, but the folks that, like, literally once a month, they'll get drunk and I'll wake up, like, and, like, shout out to the Boneheads for defending us. Cause you know what? The, shout out to the trolls, too. Yeah, shout out to the trolls, too. Because that like, shit rules. I love yeah, it. It's yeah, very because funny Because there are a couple dedicated ones I truly have muted that I have no idea they went on a rant until... Yeah, like until, until our boys start, coming back us yeah, up. and start replying, and I'm like, oh my god! Like this person bumped his own tweet, had four of them. So I, I, I guess that was a little tougher. What was easy? I don't know if anything was easy. Well, no. Here's what was easier: getting some of these guests and getting people to participate was a little easier than I thought. Because yeah. again, shout out to Bruce Weber, Gene Taylor. They were literally like, yeah, we got some open time. Uh, do you want have an hour to come up to Manhattan? Uh, so that was easier than I thought it was going to be. All right, we got to dial it back a little bit on Sorry, Matt. I want to hear yours. On Matt being a dickhead because he did use the hashtag. Why did it not show up? When um, I... Here's the thing, actually. Matt Hall is probably the nicest man I've ever met, and the Halls are incredible people. They um, are amazing. I really, really am glad that we got to meet them and hang out with them. Absolutely love Matt and Natalie and Red. Red is a cool dude. He's kind of a crazy little dude, but it is what it is. But uh, – Matt's official question was, what has been harder about your first year than you expected, and how about easier? So, And he did use the, he did use the hashtag. Okay, so. Well, I, I don't know what's going on Sorry with Sorry to call you app. out, Matt. Uh, we love you. Truly, we do. Um, harder. What has been harder about this first year? Gosh, I don't know. Um, you know what? Honestly, I will say what has been easier is, like, us resolving disputes. If you would, oh, yeah. th- If you would have said, that, like, you and I are going to have a podcast for the next year. I would have been like, that's going to be rough. Like, 
you would think like we're gonna fucking be at each other's necks all the time. You actually might think differently, but the two dispute only two bigger disputes I remember was the whole uh, opposing fan series. I wanted to do that in either one or two. Well, you know what I did, and, and, then, and then I got my way, and it didn't really work. Well, and out then the very other well. one, I wanted to wait to reach out to basketball players until the off season, and I felt you good about pushed that. me back on that one. That's how we got Bill Walker. So yeah, I mean that worked those out really were the, great. The two biggest. I mean, did we have any other <laughs> bigger? No, I mean, there's been times where there's I've been like smaller ones. You've said something you've said something to me and i've like blown up on you and then it but it just it just blows off though like it just yeah yeah like it's not it's never been like a big deal oh i think i remember one time it was during the uh <laughs> it was, was during a- the opposing series i i made some sort of comment and then i was like, like you just like pissed dude. yeah and and like yeah, yeah, was- for the record that was 100 <laughs> percent like it's understandable because you, exactly you, what you're talking you had about. a very very bad week at work so I understand. Like, yeah, I was like, in hindsight, I understand that. Here's the other one. It came from Baller Status Cat. Has Grant KSU's celebrity status gone to his head and him being unsufferable? This is all I'm going to say when it comes to this topic. Because when we started this podcast, I had over a thousand Twitter followers, and you were on your like third Twitter account. Yeah. So I do think a little bit. I think you have like found the formula of playing to the K State Twitter crowd. There's sometimes I'll see you tweet something. I think to myself, <laughs> "That's Grant. He has the formula. He's trying to get love on K State Twitter." Sometimes and I just kind of laugh to myself. So I, I don't know if the fame has gone to your head, but I just kind of think it's funny that you uh, you literally went from having like 12 followers, like when this thing started, to like now you're up in the high, like eight, eight hundred, seven fifty or something. So which I, is. Frankly, the most I've ever had. Yeah, and so. I, I think it's funny when I see you tweet some stuff. I'm just like, he's just trying to interact with K-State Twitter, and I just kind of laugh. A lot of times like, I'm trying to, like, bait opposing fans, which you is... Know, I mean, I, I we might be thinking about different tweets. Well, yeah, then. for sure. But, sometimes but I don't you, think it's necessarily going to Sometimes you got to play the crowd. I, I do kind of laugh at... Uh, because I have gained some followers through this, but I think my Twitter persona and my Twitter account, it was well-established in my internet presence. You kind of came out of nowhere. I don't think it's gone to your head, but I do think the meteoric rate, I'll say uh, this. rise of Grant Casey I'll say this. Funny. A god like me doesn't really even have to entertain a question like this from uh, some silly mortal. But uh, I'll shout out to Baller Status Cat. Uh, I grew up my mustache again. I did shave it, but I, I'm in the process of growing it out again. So he's he's a big fan of my. We met him actually. I met him for the first time, and you were there too. Um, I at love the Baller pizza place. Chat. He was at the pizza place uh, before the. Oh, was that the first time you met him? Yeah, I'd never met him before. Oh, he's a cool in dude. Person, no, no. But I, next time I grow my mustache out in full force, I'll send you a picture. Um, there's a, there's there like two more there's like missed? two more questions. Right. One of them is who else do you think will transfer out on the basketball team? Shad, Love, etc. And how many people? People, do you think will, or how many Again, transfers I, in do you expect? That was one of the ones where I was like, th- it doesn't fit with the theme. It doesn't really, but I feel like Shad and Love are pretty likely to go, and uh, I don't know, we could probably get two guys in or three because yeah. now we have three open yeah, spots. Shout and out to Good News. I don't know what happened there, but farewell, he's Good gone. News. And then the last one was, uh, what's going on with dropping enrollment yeah, attendance that's the one at I games? Said, Brock. Did you say that? Yeah, I said we were going to address that the next time we do a Q&A. Okay. Well, that, I mean, I feel like that's been that's, – that's like nationwide, so it's really not – nothing specific. But, hey, guys, we love you a lot. Um, I love these Q&As. They're 
They're great. I feel like I have the most fun recording during these because we just get drunk, kind of, and uh, just talk about stuff, and it's it's a whole lot of fun. I think the off season is going to be a lot of fun. We're gonna it's going to be mostly like honestly high profile interviews, and then we'll and do some Matt Hall. and Matt Hall, yeah, and we'll do some fun stuff with like the KSO guys. And I would like to get Kurtz on. Um, I want another episode with Kellis. I was going to say slept, that. You slept through the uh, Skype interview we did with K-Dog. Is that what happened? I was also in Breck, though, right? I was in Breckenridge. No, that was before you went to Breck because we moved it up. I listened to it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, what happened? I think you went to sleep and your phone was off. Or That's it was exactly on what happened. You were silent. like, I, well, I hope Grant's not dead. Yeah, yeah I remember that. Okay. I legitimately was a little worried because you're excited to have K-Dog. Yeah, on. I love K-Dog, man. He's the best. But that was one of the first times that I was like, because I was on vacation, and I was like pretty turned. And um, I was like in, man, that was great. That was the first time that I list, legitimately listened to the podcast, and I was like, this podcast is amazing. Like, I've, li- I've li- legitimately listened to every episode twice. I listened to... At least... I don't like to listen to myself. That's what bothers me. So that's why like, I've gotten better, and you've just been the same. Yeah, yeah. That's why I'm bad. But you, um, I remember like I was sitting in a hot tub in Breck, like fucking looking at the mountains, and I was maybe a little inebriated. I don't know. But listening to you guys just talk to each other, and it was like a great interview. And that was when I was like, man, Bosco's boys is gonna make it. This is a great podcast. Yep. Well, that's all we got. Um, Stay tuned again. We're hoping to bring you an episode every Tuesday in the off season. Um, stuff may happen, but we're definitely never taking a month off again. No, we will never do that again. And guys, we love you. We yes, would be nothing without you. you. Uh, tell your friends about us. Um, we're going to adopt the KSO slogan, I guess, for one second. Um, the only way we're going to get bigger is if you tell your friends about us and tell tell people, tell other K-State fans to listen to the Bosco's boys because I think we've kind of peaked with – with what we could do marketing-wise. Um, I mean, hell, we had Gene Taylor, Bruce Webb, or Bill fucking Walker on well, the and, podcast. And and we've also seen with these high-profile guests, when people start passing them on to your friends. Yeah, I mean, those are huge podcasts. Massive numbers. Um, and, hey, you know what? And if, if you decide you don't want to do that, that's fine, too. Keep listening. We love you guys. And, honestly, even if nothing changed over the next year, I think we decide – like, this is yeah, this has staying we've, power. We're going to have fun with We've it. made it. We made it. We're in the we're in the scene, baby. Yeah, we found the formula. I think we're doing okay. But uh, we're the it, biggest K-State sports podcast in the nation. Damn it! That's sorry, true. KSO show. That's true, baby. Sorry, KSO show. I think that's I think that's genuinely true. But hey, it's going to be a really really good off season. The summer is going to be fun. Um, I've been looking forward to it for a long time because I've got a lot of people that I want to talk to. It's going to be a good time. Um, boneheads. This song is for you. Meet me at the Cathead. Love you guys.
Social Podcast Network.